0: like then be real with the people but don't lie to them freely admit that I am prejudiced against timeshares so my definition of timeshare is prepaid vacations and uh, last year the average uh, timeshare sold for about twenty thousand dollars if you're a salesperson this is something you want to tap into biggest thing with objections for timeshare all you hear is a bunch of negative things and they were persuasive and they kept pushing
1: us and pushing us and, and we'd say no and they'd say something else.
0: Welcome back. It's Sold in 60. It's your host, Richie Rich, and your boy, D Dollars. D Dollars. Yes. What's popping? So, another day, another dollar, D? Another
1: day, another dollar.
0: Another timeshare day. I want to call it, like, um, testimonial Tuesdays or timeshare Tuesdays. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to reach out to people and see how their day was. Okay. Randoms. Like, I want to just scroll through my phone and just hit up somebody and ask them, like, uh, something random about shit, Like you know impromptu Like no pre-made script For sure You know what I'm saying And see, and see you know Just get a good vibe of, of What people are feeling You know what I'm saying Yeah So I mean What do you think is a good question to ask them What do you think uh, A new person in the business Or someone in the business Wants to hear uh, From somebody Hmm So if I was
1: New in the industry or if I wasn't in the industry at all and I was thinking about getting involved or maybe I just wanted to learn about a little bit more about what was going on over there Mm -hmm. I guess a question that I would have would be about the money
0: how much money you make
1: how much money you make the money potential um, because I see A lot of these timeshare salespeople drive a lot of luxury, uh, foreign cars, Maseratis, Lambo, Lotuses, you know, you name it. Bentley's. And um, some of them don't just have one. Some of them have multiple cars. Absolutely. So I, I, I need to learn
0: about that. You know, how, how, what type of money are they making over there? So just, just for that, I mean, from my knowledge, each resort has a different, compensation structure some pay more than others some pay less mm-hmm. um, some have less opportunities some have more opportunities as far as the families they see- mm-hmm. but um yeah you're right I think I think in the industry if I had to gauge I think anyone um, will probably be making at least 70 seventy thousand at okay. the bottom okay wow and, and the max that I that I know personally, I would say as of twenty twenty-two, the max that I know a person making annually is about five hundred thousand.
1: Annually? Annually. Working at a resort, selling timeshare. Absolutely. Five hundred thousand. Absolutely. Half
0: a million. Half a million. Wow. Like at least at least two people I know right now, and that's that I know personally, but I know other people that don't have a relationship with it, they're probably exceeding that as well. Mm -hmm. Like there was a gentleman that, um, I guess his paycheck was thrown around. He's net netted over a million dollars. That's after taxes. In a year? In one year. Wow. You know what I'm saying? So it's not far fetched. It takes a different type of work ethic. It -hmm. takes a different type of beast in in you Mm -hmm. as a person. I mean, a lot of these people don't have a life. They don't fucking leave the resort. Okay. Um, From my opinion, from the ones that I know that make a half a mil, they work, 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 work. I'll pull up to their resort on a day off and they're still there working. I've caught them working. After hours? Yeah, whether it's making phone calls, setting up appointments. I mean, their tenacity, their drive, their goals are just different. They just built different. I thought the
1: resort does that for you though. The resort sets up the phone calls and the presentations for you all you have
0: to do is show up so why are they after hours still putting in more work so some resorts have where you have to set the appointments with the families yourself Mm -hmm. and then you schedule when they come up and then you you know you show them a new product or presentation or something like that so Mm -hmm. this particular these particular people i'm talking about they're in that resort where in addition to what the resort gives you, they have the opportunity to meet other people or to schedule other people. And you know, if you're if you have four or five appointments on one day, and the resort's closed maybe one day out the week, or maybe they just forced to take one day out the week, they're still working making appointments. Mm-hmm. You know, I know that the sales line may open at let's say the sales line, and when I say sales line, I'm saying the tours begin at let's say nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. These people already have. Families meeting them at 7:30 in the morning. Oh wow! So if you look at the, if you look at the blueprint on how a top producer makes so much, it's in the amount of opportunities you have, mm-hmm. right? Most of these people have seen maybe 700 families for the year. Mm-hmm. So how do you schedule that many families throughout the course of your year? You have to see at least four a day, mm-hmm. right? In order to do that. It's just like it's just like millionaires who wake up at five a.m. The five a.m. club. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? If you, I used to do that, by the way. Yeah. What, why, <laughs> why, why'd you stop? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you hit a million and stop. Yeah. But I mean, like some people, you you know you you get more out of the day if you get ahead of everyone else. While people are sleeping, you gain more hours. Right. That shit adds up. Mm-hmm. You can actually have days ahead of the average person by just waking up early. Mm-hmm. So these people have the same structure when it comes to scheduling their time. They, they set up these um, appointments earlier before the, you know, the regular uh, tours start to come in. Mm-hmm. And then they have an advantage of, you know, getting those numbers. So it's a numbers game, right? Of course. You know, if you're closing 30%, you know, that's three out of 10. But if you have, if you're seeing double the amount than the average person, then you have the opportunity to write that type of volume. So, yeah. I mean that's that's the blueprint. And when when I I remember getting um, doing a class, and this person you could always tell kind of a person's ambition and if they're going to be good or if they're going to be goal driven by the questions they ask you when they first Mm start. And this individual asked me, "How do I beat that person?" Looked at the board, they looked at the numbers, right? On you know like, who's the top rep? Mm -hmm. How do I beat that person? And looking at the the stats, the answer was. To see more tours, mm-hmm. and I, I I know that they hurt me because they see, saw and conquered, mm-hmm. and that was that was what they did. They saw more tours and became a, a top rider and a runner up against those people that they felt was competition. Mm. So I think that's um, that's interesting. But back on the topic, it's about how much money can you make? You know what I'm saying? Um, so the question is, in life. If you work a regular job, if you work a, a nine to five, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You can only make but so much mm-hmm. working for somebody. You capped. You capped, right? So, I mean, i it's only how many hours in a day can you work? Even if I'm getting, you know, 30 hours a day, $30 an hour, mm-hmm. how many hours can I work? You know what I'm saying? So sales seems to be the place where the financial freedom can be met, you know, with an unlimited income potential. Mm-hmm. Sales seems to be the the... The, the gates mm-hmm. to open that up. And I think um, timeshare sales is really nice. I mean, anybody that's in sales, whatever, if you do car, if you sell insurance, whatever you sell, you know, you you can make money by just going hard because there's no limit. You know, it's not based upon how many hours you work. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not limited. But in this business, timeshare, I, I, I think that the product ranges from between Maybe some places have the minimum of eight thousand, mm-hmm. but there's then there's no limit to mm-hmm. how much vacation they can own. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, I've seen uh, a gentleman sell one person one point five million dollars in timeshare sales. That's crazy. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? So even if you looked at that as ten percent, yeah, you know what I'm saying? It's a nice check. You still dude. made one hundred fifty grand off of one person. Yeah, you know what I mean? Now here in America, that could be three people's salaries. If they're making 50 grand. So, you know, what's, 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 what is uh, luck mm-hmm. when preparation and opportunity, and opportunity meet? Right? meet. Yep. So, if you know your presentation and you know your product and you meet a person that has the money that can afford the product, if you present it and they like it and they can do it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: the for money, sure. The money's yours. For sure. So, I mean,
1: you, you definitely got to be ready to uh, receive that too. You know, you got to be able to recognize that you have a well on your table. Yeah. And, you know, you definitely can't. You got to be on point. You got to be focused. Peak state got to be there, you know. And you definitely got to execute. You know, this is not the time to be half-stepping or stuttering or anything of that nature because they can smell that
0: on you, you know. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, when someone says, you know, I want to spend 100000 hundred thousand, two hundred thousand, 200000 the average person... It's like, are you serious? Mm -hmm. And there's a little bit of trembling and it's like, it's about to go down. It's about to go down. Like it's naturally people get nervous because your average person isn't just coming in and spend that type of money. Mm -hmm. A lot of times in sales, we ask for it, but we expect them to give an objection Mm -hmm. and maybe we find them a different product that's lesser. But there's sometimes when you just ask for it and that person says, okay, I'll do it. And you're like, what'd you say? Yeah. 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 (laughs) It throws you off a little bit. I said, I'll do it. For sure. Oh my God got to get the card. Is it going to happen? But, you know, I like I like, you know, people that have that drive to go big. But look, you brought up
1: the different, you said whether they're selling uh cars or selling houses or selling insurance. However, timeshare is a different sale. The reason why I say that is because if I'm not mistaken, you don't have to buy that house today. You don't have to get that life insurance today. You don't have to, you know, timeshare you have to do this today and not even today in the next two hours you know hour and a half (laughs) you know what i'm saying so it's a different sale it's a different beast it's a
0: it's a different for sure so to put it in perspective for you that may not know how timeshare sales operate um basically you meet a family you show them a product and they have to make a decision that day this is a it's a a day business you know the average person could go I can go into a store look at a shirt it could be expensive I could decide if I want to buy it or not I may be able to afford it but I may say do I really need it I'll think about it maybe I can shop around you know let me go I'll come back tomorrow come I'll go back, back next week yeah
1: go home and think about it
0: I'm, you know they should have enough inventory of that shirt um, timeshare is a little different there is no coming back it's it's in the moment and there's an ether there's an opportunity mm-hmm. you know that that is sparked right there and you know, it's not an easy sell because you have to convince people to make a move today. You know what I'm saying? Making a move today, asking you to spend X amount of dollars, some people fight that. Mm-hmm. Some people feel it, some people fight it. You know what I'm saying? Not like,
1: only that, you don't even know these people, right? You met them, what, five minutes ago, 10 minutes ago, and they got to spend 30, 40, 50, 60,000, 100,000, 1. 1.4 million with you today. Yeah. You know, that makes it crazy, too.
0: But let's let's talk about the skill of a, of a timeshare salesperson. They, they are skilled enough to meet a stranger, create some commonality with a stranger in a matter of minutes, like two minutes, right? Mm-hmm. Either get them to like them or to find something to, to you know, be, have in common, mm-hmm. and then do what they call a discovery, right? Where they find out about that person, how they travel, what's their lifestyle. You can understand if you, if you really want to get advanced, some companies teach the salespeople um, social styles so you know the mindset of different social styles. Mm-hmm. If someone's a driver, they want to get straight to the point. Mm-hmm. If someone's analytical, they want to know the details. You know what I'm saying? If someone's amiable, they kind of need to be told what to do. Mm-hmm. So, in, in all that little bit of time, you have to figure out this information. Then you have to figure out why your product will work for them mm-hmm. and show them. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a. It's a it's, it's true psychology, and there's one company that really, I feel, that really teaches people the psychology of the sale, the mindset of the customer. Mm-hmm. And once a salesperson can understand the mindset of the customer, he always knows his opponent.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I'm saying? Like, some people play cards and know, like, okay, if you got this card. Like, some people, some people are blackjack killers. Like, they know the probability of, you know, what's left and stuff like that because they yeah. study the game. Yeah. So in timeshare sales, if you know your opponent, if you know the person that you're on a presentation with, you know their moves ahead of time to Mm -hmm. a degree. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. If they don't own timeshare, you know what their objections may be. If they have children, you know that may be an objection. If they are pregnant or whatever, whatever discovery, whatever you can find out in conversation, Mm -hmm. you know, okay, you need to overcome that. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And create reasons why they should become owners or purchase with you that day
1: for sure
0: it's, it's for sure, crazy
1: you know this uh, another thing that's kind of crazy is is I uh, when i first got into the industry i remember uh a top rep once telling me you know hey you know when i you, you know when i have a deal you know when i know i have a deal and i say when is that and he says when i'm in the lobby and i shake their hand to meet them Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm such and such. How are you doing here today? And he says, by the handshake, he knows that he has a deal. So in my mind, I'm like, this dude's crazy. Whatever. you will say anything. But as I got farther on in my career... I could relate to that. Mm. When I go into a lobby and I shake your hand, depending on how you shake my hand, it sets the tone for the whole presentation. That's real talk. That's, good. That's real talk. Yeah,
0: for sure. Never, never really thought about. That.
1: For sure, for sure. It's so. we going back to what you said about the psychology of the sale. It's just, it's just crazy. From the handshake to the body language to you know certain hot buttons and words that people say. You just got to be able to read all that, man. You got to be able to read all that. And I can tell you this. When you're selling, it's the best job, best career in the world. You feel like a king. <laughs> you're on top of the world. You just work five hours that day. You made three, four, five thousand dollars that day. You know, you go home. You 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 don't get any red lights. All the lights are green. It just it's just a great day. But when you're going through that slump and you haven't sold in two weeks, maybe three weeks, you're creeping on a month and you haven't sold yet. It could be. Very, very challenging. You know what I'm saying?
0: Those ride homes get, you know, (laughs) get lonely. (laughs) Listen, if y'all ever been in a slump, you know what I'm saying? If you ever been in a a time where you, you know, first of all, salespeople beat themselves up. If you've been having a great week or a great month, you know what I'm saying? You know, you're just used to no one telling you no. Yeah. The minute you go through a week or two with uh, no sale, you know, then you beat yourself up, and you're like, "Oh my God, what am I doing? I can't give it away." Blah blah blah. But what you need to understand is that it's 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 a numbers game. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I don't I don't think there's anyone. There's probably someone out there. If you are one of those people, please call up. Let us know. If you are 100% closer, where you close everyone, I want we want to talk to you. We want to talk to you. You know what I'm saying? But this business, we understand that, you know, there's success and failure. We understand that, again, if you've seen 10 families and 7 say no, you selling 3 out of those 10, you can still, you know, make a 6-figure income. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I think that that slump uh, hurts people mentally because they're just not used to being told no. You know what I'm saying? It's like the rejection is bothering you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I I definitely understand what that's like. That is a long ride home.
1: Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. I
0: I, I remember... um, I don't know who it was. It was either somebody speaking. It was like, oh, you got to go home and tell your kid, daddy didn't sell anything today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, I feel that if you are going to a slump, it's important to still learn from every table. You know what I'm saying? If you If you had a, a family that didn't buy from you, um, you, you know, learn from what that objection was so that if it comes up again, you can overcome it. You could practice Going back against that You know what I'm saying So That's what I, I think I I used to If I didn't get a sale I would stay behind And I would watch other people I would watch people's body language I would learn from that um, I would sit back And talk to my manager Whoever I used for that day And ask them Is there, is there anything I missed Anything that I could have done differently You know what I mean Because you just want to make sure It's not you fumbling the ball yeah. You know what I'm saying But as long as you give 125% And you Do what you have to do You know um, You did what you have to do Then you know it's not your fault Yeah You know what I'm saying That's, that's not what it is I mean It's it's, it's, a, it's a tough game You gotta have tough skin And we I know we talk about that In some of our courses You know About mm-hmm. having tough skin And and being able to do a rejection Because there's no cheerleaders For you in this game mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying Like you gotta pump yourself up mm-hmm. This is a game where it's like You know mm-hmm. I gotta talk to myself do affirmations i have to hype myself up every morning like if y'all don't have a mantra you're kind of missing the the pep that you need like mm-hmm. you know me as a sales representative i remember having headphones the the wired ones mm-hmm. and i didn't want to talk to nobody i was in my zone listening to whoever i had to listen to whether it was a les brown or a Zig Ziglar or a tom hopkins you know because i got put on from old school people i got you know what i'm saying they didn't have the Richard Roberts and the and the, the Money D. Got you, yeah. So they you know, have to go old school, you know. But um, I listened to those things and I got pumped up. So when I was in that rep room waiting, there was no time to be chit chat with people. people. Would some people would um, we got a caller calling in. We're gonna get back to that caller. That might be uh, someone that answered to the the questions Word. in the comment. Okay, but um. Just talking about your mindset, you know what I'm saying? Like clearing that mind and not letting the past or the the, the bad week mess you up. You know what I'm saying? So keep keeping in your head, like, you know, how you gonna how you gonna get through the nose if that is the situation for the day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and tell yourself too, before you even go out to meet the family, I'm gonna get it. This is a deal soon as they give you that paper or that planner or that invitation or that card or whatever they give you before you go out and get the family this is the deal
0: you know i don't want to give away my mantra about shit you know what i'm saying like i used to wake up in the morning um during my shower i would say my you know my affirmations and i would say i'm getting a deal today i'm getting a deal today i'm getting a deal today mm-hmm. i'm gonna to meet a family that likes me and wants to buy from me and even even my walk in to the resort is different i was I was manifesting mm-hmm. how my day's gonna go mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and that energy is a different I know I know a guy I don't know specifically who it was I remember there was a rap that told me he goes to where the closings are what what some people call deeding. some people call closing- mm-hmm. well, I don't know what else they call it contract contracts okay yeah whatever when you get to sale if you pass that area every morning and visualize that's where you're going to be or grab whatever the final paperwork is that most people where I was at, they call it a loan application, Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's a loan app, but the loan app, they would, they, they had a ritual, like they would walk this thing and visualize themselves getting a deal that day. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's it's all mental. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's all mental.
1: But not only that, it's, it's, it's funner up there too you know what I'm saying, to be on the second floor or wherever that deeding office is at your resort. It's just its always a bunch of smiles, and everybody's always happy on that floor. You know, it's just its just if, a fun if, place if to be. you made it to that floor,
0: <laughs> you did your job for the day. You got to do it. For kill. sure, for sure. I mean, there's no other in industry that I know that you can talk to someone for 20, 30 minutes, right? Now, don't get me wrong. It's not a 20, 30-minute presentation. We, mm-hmm. Mostly it's 60 minutes. It could last longer and here's, here's the thing. If you go on the internet or you go check comments or you hear these stories about it was a long presentation it's not a long presentation because the presentation is long. Negotiations begin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? People start to to say well if it was this I would do it. And lo and behold we find you what you want. Mm-hmm. Now you're telling me something else. Some other objection that the salesperson is going to overcome,
1: so they're prolonging the presentation of right. what you're
0: saying, right? Yeah. So we're so the salesperson is overcoming objections, which make it longer, and we're trying to get a meeting of the minds, right? Mm-hmm. But that's what can take long. The product sells itself, or you sell the product, and people want the product as a salesperson, but then um finding the right product that's what takes longer mm-hmm. most families walk out saying damn we thought it was gonna be 60 minutes it was four hours but they leave happy they leave happy you see what i'm saying but on the other half what you don't see in the comments or on your google searches is you know the happy family you see the person that says oh they said it was 60 minutes but it was three hours you know what i'm saying but here's the problem that i have with mm-hmm. with, with people in these comments i was like if you listen to the intro The last lady's like, and they was pushing us and pushing us. And it kept coming back. Mm -hmm. It's because people are overcoming objections. You can't tell me, well, we don't want to come here all the time. That's the reason why we wouldn't buy. Mm -hmm. And then when the person comes back and said, well, that's great. Actually, you don't have to come back Mm because you can use it to exchange somewhere else. Now I've overcome that objection. Right now you come up with some other nonsense Mm -hmm. about maybe, I don't know, you know, if it was only $300, I would do it Mm -hmm. right. Then They adjust the numbers And now it's $300 Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying So Mm -hmm. Now what's your excuse Mrs. Jones Mm -hmm. So now Mrs. Jones Comes up with another excuse Or whatever And then the salesperson Overcomes that objection People And I, I ask people As a sales rep I said You know Please don't take my Ambition As I don't know what I used to say But I'm saying like Don't take my ambition My tenacity For pressure for pressure. I'm just passionate about what I do. I'm passionate about what I do. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and I've now found you a product that yeah. that works with you based on what you told me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So that's what that's the real deal. These but
1: you know, when when they do that, when they're jumping around, just coming up with different excuses and objections. I mean, at that point, I would say they're just scared. You know what I'm saying? They're scared, so they're just trying to come up with anything and everything possible to get out of it but you know the product works so well you know what i'm saying and it can be tailor-made to, to to so many variety of different families that they end up finding out damn no matter what excuse or objection i get him this product still i can still find a way to fit this product in my life you know yeah, what i'm saying absolutely
0: absolutely. i think that um basically people come in there with the um a sales resistance you yeah. know what i'm saying they um they come in with a sales resistance. They now let's let's look into the eyes of a uh a, uh a, a family a tour. You signed up for a presentation the night before. You don't know who the hell you're gonna get. You don't even know why you signed up for it. I left a deposit. I made a commitment to go to this presentation. I wake up and I'm like, you know what? I don't know why we did this shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But let's get it because we want discount tickets or the hundred dollars or whatever they're giving. Mm-hmm. We got to make it out of there. We got to go in there, tell them we don't like it, tell them we can't afford it, whatever. Or we got someone in the room, or we got somewhere to go. Mm-hmm. Let's get through it, and we're gonna get our money, right? Mm-hmm. But because the salespeople are they well can, trained, well trained, well trained, they get their guard down. They get the people to open up. We ask questions that you know that that lead to the sale now they're in a situation where they're like damn we actually like it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying but are we really going to do this should we really do this damn i can't believe we're thinking about doing this what should we do mm-hmm. and when that salesperson walks away husband and wife is like i don't know you think we should do it i don't know it's a good deal but i don't know but yeah. you know what i'm saying so there's a lot that goes goes on and you know what i mean so but even pro
1: when you say it, also sometimes they're not prolonging it in a bad way in other words you having to overcome objections is what's pushing the presentation out longer sometimes they're actually interested and they're just asking more questions you know oh well how does that work oh well can you explain this part oh that's pretty cool can you show me this oh show me destinations you know we want to travel here we want to travel there can you show me italy do you have any more resorts in italy you know what i'm saying so sometimes it's just them uh, um their level of interest is what's I'll put making the presentation a little bit longer, too.
0: But then you got some people that um, be like, do you have any in buttfuck Egypt? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, just to ask you some something that... <laughs> that they know you don't got. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know, you got, I mean, Bora Bora. I know that's very trendy right now. Like you know what I'm saying? But it's like, um, you know, it, it is what it is. They just come up with stuff. But you you guys are well-trained. If you're not, you know what I'm saying, get what, you're, what they call... Does every industry, does every resort call it a TO?
1: Just about, yeah. No, in, every industry call it a TO. Well, well, well
0: every timeshare resort calls yeah.
1: it a TO. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Manager TO. Yeah, that's that's kind of universal.
0: Oh shoot, I forgot. Um, we may have a guest coming. Okay. Yeah, maybe I have may, maybe I have a guest coming um, next week. So guys, stay tuned. I actually one of these. Um, this gentleman has been top. Representative at his resort for the last, I want to say, eight years. Damn. Um, for their company worldwide, mm-hmm. and um, he's going to share with you his his, you know, his journey. When he came in the business, he had no real estate license, mm. and then they fired him mm. because he didn't have a license. And then he um, ended up getting a license and coming back, and he sought out to be one of the best in the industry. So um definitely yeah. going to have him
1: come up here. Sure, for sure. And you know what's, what's cool is everybody has
0: a different story, too. Everybody has a different story. Listen, I've met housekeepers mm-hmm. that, have because, you know what I'm saying, like the same rooms that they used to clean is the same units that they're selling. Wow. You know what I'm saying? I love a success story. Mm-hmm. I know people that were security guards, mm-hmm. you know, got into the business, had a success. Like I love to hear a good success story mm-hmm. because the, the industry can change your life. So mm-hmm. if you if you're considering or maybe maybe you try to resort and it didn't work out, I wouldn't give up on it. If you're licensed, that is a great opportunity. You know, maybe the company you work for, the product didn't work or you didn't link connect or whatever. But I would try somewhere else. You know, so I agree. I agree for sure. Well, keep watching. We'll be here next week. Sold in 60. Your boy, Richie Rich. Your boy, D dollars, man. We in here. Timeshare. Let's get it. Click, follow us, share us. Peace.